Does it look like we're getting some better waveforms? Better waveforms. Can you hear Let's me eating granola in the background? Probably not, but we'll find out. Get these levels uh, so the initial plan was I wanted to reveal, live reveal my results. Maybe we'll do that when I get that email from CBMD. Oh, you haven't gotten it yet. I haven't gotten my results yet. It'd be pretty legit if I tested positive and just was chilling. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm banking on you testing positive. You think? Just to make this more compelling? Or no, I just knowing you, I know that you're going to turn it positive. Uh, yeah, so... I knew I should have flown first class on the way over here. Uh, <laughs> I really wish you had. I, uh, yeah, so did that. I, I got a lot of mixed reviews going into it, I gotta <laughs> say. Of, oh, like yeah, from people before you do it. Right. I like, did too. So oh, it's nothing. Oh, it's a lot. Oh, uh, God save your nostrils was the last thing I text I think I read right before op- going in. I think mine before I went, they were like, like, imagine just having your brain picked at through your nose hole. And I was like, oh, realize, shit, this sounds crazy. Went. Yeah, I got it done. Oh, I didn't realize that. But I did it before we took a flight to Wisconsin, so it kind of didn't matter. It was like... Right. Cool. I'm like not positive, and then I hopped on a plane. And like, who knows now? But was it? And did it? Did yours go full? For full me, it was mellow. She was like, the girl was really cool. She's like, have you had this done? I was like, no, but I've heard a lot about it. And she's like, what have you heard? And I was like, I heard it sucks. And she's like, oh, it's whatever. And then she's like, all right, three, two, one, and like sticks it up your nose. And I was like, oh, this is a feeling I've never felt before, but like, it's not that bad. That's the craziest thing. It's just like, is the realization that, oh shit, I had receptor, pain receptors there that I didn't even, yeah, that I've never been up there. Yeah. That was kind of, that was kind of the craziest thing. I imagine that's what anal's probably like. (laughs) I would imagine that too. But But I, so yeah, so I didn't even get that. All I got was, she goes, this is going to suck for two seconds. And I'm like, oh word. Oh, they said it was going to suck. See that? I feel like that maybe mentally. Which I think, yeah, which kind of fucks your shit up. And then... Immediately, you know, the involuntary tears like immediately started forming, and I was but like, "Wait, Fuck. was it bad for you? or Was it not bad?" It for was you? so bad. It was really. Oh, bad. really? Because yeah, I was jams like, it in. Oh, I, that was chill. For, you know, she's like jams it way in, like super fast. That's the other thing is I thought it was just in and out, but when she left it in there and started, I don't know if this happened for you. She like left it in. She's like, "All right, ten, nine. Like it has to be in there for a certain amount of time to like pick up if you have the vid or not." <laughs> And so I was. That was the weirdest part: is realizing that like they wait in there for a little bit and then they yank it out. Okay, that's interesting. Mine was a not. It was not. It was in and, in out? and out. In and out. Oh, so they're Super definitely gonna rapid. lie to you and say you have it. Just like they're like whatever, fuck it. But I, yeah, because she's like you're gonna breathe in and then you're gonna blow out your nose while I do it to like I guess you know that would bring to breathe to breathe yeah bring the virus forward yeah into the room or she, yeah water. but so Push out of your blowhole. Yeah, so that's how it went, and it was extremely, and I could literally, I'm like walking out, and so I like, she's like, you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm good, and I just like walked straight out, forgot to like check out, and so I like walk a few blocks, I was just like so like, oh my god, my brain's got to recover. It was that bad for you? And then I, I mean, it was, I was fine, and I was just like, I gotta walk this off, and then I come back, and I'm like, oh fuck, I didn't check out. She's like, oh, it's fine, like, do you have an account already, like, you've accessed the portal before for blood results. They're so. like, uh, we're gonna have to test you again. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy, because mine was, I was prepped to think it was going to suck way more, and then it wasn't as bad as I had thought. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was definitely 
just it was everything was about exactly as bad as like the worst experiences that I had. So would you, that being said, would you get it done again voluntarily? It depends if I had a reason. Yeah. I mean, the main reason I think my number one reason for doing it this time was so that I could say that I did it. Just it feels like it feels like a rite of passage for twenty twenty to to get this test done. Yeah. Right. So granted, we did travel a few weeks ago, but at this point, it's kind of like I think. I would probably be feeling it by now if that were the case. And that's just to find out if you have it right now. And that's not the antibodies one. No, that's a blood. That's test. a blood test. The antibodies like are that's in your more blood. Legit. That but I'm gonna. Sense. I'm building some. Part two of the story is, I want immediately to get my flu shot, so I'm building my my flu mm. antibodies as we speak. That shot this year also hurts like a motherfucker. Not the shot itself, but the they soreness. Do, oh, they do a shot and then they slap you in the face <laughs> right after. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Sounds like the Paul face. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that was super. So then my whole body was just super sore yesterday. Couldn't move my arm. The nose thing was just so visceral that I liked it. I can still feel it. Just like the phantom swab. In so that's my why nostril. you're limping right now. You're fucked up. So <laughs> you <Yeah>. too much <laughs> to the system. No, I'm actually. You no, know, I. This is how out of shape I am after COVID. And I was doing a lot of walking, but. 30,000 steps, 25,000 steps to Williamsburg and back uh, because I don't live in Williamsburg anymore. We've talked about this before, but it, like the whole like object permanence thing has been strange over COVID because it's like no one's really been moving around much. So, Wait, what do you mean object permanence? So like when you're not in the presence of it, it's hard to believe that it exists. Like it's oh, hard like to maintain that or just that anything because we haven't like... At least for me, I was in Santa Barbara for so long and not in New York for so long that coming back here, it was like, oh, so Brooklyn is still here. It's like, it's like, it was like hard to even believe because everything was kind of positive. It was like hard to believe that it was still there and kind of nice to like go back to Williamsburg and be like, oh yeah, there's, there's Law Bedford, my old spot. Mm -hmm. It's still there. I haven't been there since February and I didn't even get to move out. I just literally, it was a time capsule when I moved out and then you save the day, save the day and cursed yourself for seven years. Yeah, it's just I really crack up at the false sense of security that you get. It's like it's like it's like capture the flag. It's like I'm sitting at the base. I can take my mask off. I'm safe. Uh huh. It's it's so it's it's so made up. And I'm like walking past McCarran Park, and there's thousands of people, dogs running around, all this shit. And it's like, oh, if I'm I like it, it's the safety zone. And yeah. it's like I get it's outside, but like it's outside of New York City. Mm. Thousands and thousands of people occupying. A very small, you know, still relatively two-dimensional space. I mean, yeah. Obviously, the air moves up, but it was just funny. To it's just like, oh wow, yeah. And I feel it too. That's what I found so interesting. It's like, oh, if I'm sitting at my de- my table, I'm I'm, you're I'm good. I'm safe. And really, no, what you're safe from is you're safe from judgment, and that's all that really matters to us anyway. No, straight <laughs> yeah. up. Okay, this is something I need to get off my chest. Is like my tactic these days as I like if because now that like functions are happening like like you've been to like happy hours or whatever like I went to a going away party recently and it's like you cruise up and my whole philosophy is like as long as I show up wearing a mask and like say what's up initially with a mask on then fuck it like whatever is chill afterwards because it's like inevitably like masks are coming off people are like drinking people are eating and then you find yourself like giving someone like a long hug goodbye no mask to no mask and it's like well we showed up with masks so like we're doing our best you know what I mean like it's like that's really and I realize yeah. that I'm around my sister cause she's like she's like her and her friends are really good about wearing masks all the time and I'm like 
I should probably do that, but like, I don't know, I guess I'm pretending like it doesn't exist, or as long as you take weird bullshit precautions, then you're safeguarded from actual, like, scientific reality. What, yeah, one thing I found interesting about that is, particularly, I guess, closer to the beginning, when masks were still, like, well, I mean, they probably work, but we're going to just keep denying it a little bit when we were just still starting to believe it, whether or not, even though it was always true. Yeah. I, as someone who gets anxiety, social anxiety about, like, oh, do I, do I hug or do I handshake Uh on the intro? Uh It was, like, so nice to have that just all removed from the equation. Yeah. But then the anxiety of that was kind of replaced by, like, Mask oh fuck! Am I yeah? Mask or no mask? When I meet them, it was it's just it was very interesting. Too mask or not yeah, too exactly. Mask. So unlike Crash, where that's yeah. the all I mean, that's all you want. It's all what have I got? Uh, I it was just, it was just interesting. Okay, great. Just another social anxiety, just finding a way to replace itself perfectly. Yeah. So in any case, I started just like saying, "All right, fuck it. I'm just gonna start. I'm just gonna be the the person who is the mask. Lead the mask, with the mask. mask. Yeah." Uh, oh, well, here's it. You probably know about that. Oh, are you looking up news right now? I just realized this. Well, I had a coincidence happen in the news, and this was, to me, this was like some pretty devastating news uh, for rock and roll history. Oh, yeah. The homie Eddie Van Halen passing away yesterday, which the coincidence was that Panama came on my shuffle like in the morning, and I got all pumped up. And, and then I, you found out later that... And I just installed my new Sonos, so I was like, okay, fuck yeah, that's gonna be a great song to blast on the Sonos. I did that, and like, within an hour, it was like, boom. Whoa. So that was pretty, yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty crazy, and that really sucked. I knew that it happened, but I haven't looked into it. What, what was the cause, or they don't know, or you just older? Cancer. Oh, shit. Cancer. Uh, I think, uh, throat cancer, I believe. Definitely and, uh, I was talking about... I was talking to my dad about it because my dad worked with worked with him. On, he did the Hot for Teacher. My dad filmed Hot for Teacher music video, and uh, sick. And uh, he was saying it was like Slash or Keith Richards, which was like the cigarette was just always there, just yeah. like always, just like they had this like it. It was just always in their mouth, no matter what. And so let's you know, don't forget, COVID sucks, but cigarettes are the real killer in the world. <laughs> So, you just bought another microphone for me. Off Amazon, I came to see when you were in the bathroom. What's up? What's your deal with Amazon these days, huh? Tell me. Fuck, caught red-handed. Well, you were the one that paid for it, so that's <laughs> your contribution. Um, so, here's the thing with Amazon. Uh, you work for Jeff now. Look, I could have gone downstairs and gotten this probably at Guitar Center for the same price, but Guitar Center, at this point, it's just the Amazon for musical instruments so <laughs> yeah but Jeff doesn't own it does he uh, not yet but that's what I'm saying <laughs> you just put him a uh, amount of money closer to owning guitar no style. I've been very good about not re- resorting to Amazon too when much when I'm in the room when I'm being watched <laughs> but that was also when I had a car and I could easily get to things obviously there's plenty of things I can do here and Hey, I just lugged my like fifty dollar, fifty pound iMac downstairs and yeah, into the opposite. And you look stronger for it. Yeah. So, but the yeah. So Amazon, I'm not getting books on Amazon. Let's put it that way. Now that we saw what they do to the authors, okay, I'm not doing books. But but continue. But what? 
Oh, so essentially, yeah. So essentially, I try to use Amazon for things that I probably couldn't get otherwise. Otherwise. Okay. I mean, at a certain point, it's not going to matter. We're all just going to... Everything you buy is going to be from Amazon, so... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel you, but I also feel like... No, you're totally right. I don't know how realistic it is, but I think if enough people were like, no, fuck that, and didn't, hopefully, it would switch it up. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Is that possible? Should, should just to Guitar Center. Well... Depends on the. A lot of people are saying, well, it's, it's just kind of a fact that they. It just depends on the. If regulations can get imposed on them. Because I'm pretty confident that they will eventually just like swallow the entire retail market. No, I'm saying if enough people were to like stand up against it and be like, fuck that, I'm not going to do it, would they go out of business? Or like at least like lose their podium spot? Well. As, like, gods of the interesting that, but, but here's the thing they've kind of like insured themselves by that because they're you I mean we all know now that their business model was to just take a loss for like 20 years yeah it, to build to build a name and now their real profit comes from AWS which is what does that stand for Amazon Web Services oh that's which is like, like what every com- my company uses Slack like, uses everyone uses that's all the like uh, data storage and stuff. Exactly. So all their cloud computing services, which gotcha. that's just computer servers set up somewhere that do it for them. There's no people involved to pay. There's no, it's just, I mean, yeah. for maintenance and programming there is, but there's no like day-to-day like hard labor going into that. So that's where they're making their money at this point now that that infrastructure is set up. So, Because Mia's on the same wave, like we're both trying to really avoid Amazon and Whole Foods and all that, and so she bought a coffee grinder off of, like, eBay or some shit, like, somewhere on the internet that was, like, very clear-cut, not Amazon, because, like, Amazon was cheaper, for sure, but we are like, okay, like, fuck it, whatever, we'll spend more to, like, get it elsewhere, and then it pulls up in the Amazon packaging, and it's just, like, everyone's doing it through Amazon, because that's the only the only way I got hey I was I was hitting lazy eggs every that was my yeah, thing yeah, when I was yeah. back home that's yeah. you know that's the spot but you but. know it's uh for those of us that are working 10 hour days <laughs> yeah the grocery store that's downstairs <laughs> you is gotta get it you gotta get it every zone. by the way every topic I'm gonna drop that good oh for those of us that are working we're yeah, gonna get bodily great. injuries for those that's of us <laughs> that's fine I understand but they <laughs> Uh, yeah. So look, I try to I try to avoid it when I can. I've got a great bookstore. Oh, by the way, shout out Chaucer's. That's the spot. That yeah, I'm shout in out Santa Chaucer's. That's the spot goes that out I've been of business. since I was a little kid. Yeah, if you're in Santa Barbara, Chaucer's. Look at Chaucer's. That's yeah. That's all I need to know. But yeah. for the things that yeah. So I'm yeah. You're right. This was kind of a spur of the moment. We were excited about the mic, and I just oh boom, Amazon. Let's get the mic. Yeah. To prove to you a that the price was one seventy and. <laughs> being, when in doubt, I have to prove, make my point quicker. No, than, yeah, 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 I feel that. Uh, so, we bought the mic, it's coming, we bought it on Amazon. And this will be which is a five-star, fully-fledged podcast by the next time you hear right. it. Right, we'll yeah, because we'll have two, second, we'll have second, two mics, uh, both purchased on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, the Father's Son mic I'm going to buy. This episode myself. is brought to you by Amazon. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to bring out my list of things to cover on... Oh, so this. you actually were prepared for the list. No, I, to be perfectly honest, I did it while I was sitting next to you while we were just talking in the kitchen. Um, 
So, for what it's worth, today is the one-year uh, anniversary of when me and Mia broke up last year. No shit. Yeah. So, that's been a very special day. No shit. Yeah, crazy, right? Wow, that makes sense, because... Why, because I'm acting weird, and you're like, this reminds me of a year ago. No, but yeah, I remember, yeah, I was... I remember getting, I was at work when that, when I got that text at the new office, so that, that does check out, but I hard to believe. So that's been a year. And where are you at now? Uh, we live together, we just had breakfast together to celebrate, um, and to I'm celebrate. Gonna, I'm gonna cruise over there later and we'll have, you know, our anniversary evening. <laughs> Pretty sick. That's wild. Living together, buying couches together. Yeah, well it hasn't been purchased yet, but it's, uh, in the works. So I can't um, wait to see what you come up with on the couch. Yeah, it's gonna end up being purchased on Amazon. But no, if so, the the criteria is no Amazon, no IKEA, which is like, oh, it's a plug here. Or just because they're, less they're about big. I don't I mean I'm sure they have it's just horrendous it's politics, not. but I don't really know about them. It's more just like let's avoid being like cliche and having like you know like let's work a little bit harder to get some like vintage I piece. I get it, but um. At this point, fuck it. I'm willing to do IKEA because it's it's really hard to find a couch that we both vibe with. It really is. Um, you went on a was it a Zoom date recently? That wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be like a real life hinge date, and then it turned into a virtual date. Yeah, that's was that's, it on Zoom? That's what happens on uh, Facetime. And I was like, fucking Zoom is too business. For me, I can't. Gotta move it to the gotta, FT. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, gotta move it to the FT. You moved to the chat roulette and you just hope that you found each other. Hey, I'll be on uh, in about 15 that's, minutes. Add that to the list of things to... Chat roulette? To revisit because we ha- we're going to do that separately, but we should go on during a live recording of this and see what's going on. Yeah, sounds pretty sick. That'll um, be fun. But yeah, tell me about it because I'm living vicariously through your dating life and I'd love to know about... Or lack thereof. A virtual, but, <laughs> a virtual date. Uh, yeah, so... FaceTime dating is interesting. Not Was that this I have... the first one? Second, but... <laughs> Uh, second one, but it was, in some ways it's not as bad, hey, again, I don't do handshake on first date, but there's always like, then you have this, you have the end of the date angst about like, how do you finish exactly? And like, that's kind of a relief to be taken out of the equation. But at the same time, you know, cause yeah, that's always a whole interesting thing. But at the same time, it's. Yeah, it's on. It's just on FaceTime, and it's like I spend my whole day in front of a computer screen anyway. So that part is uh, a little monotonous. But wait, uh, wait. So how did it turn into a virtual date? Because it's supposed to be in real life, and then supposed to be in real life. Then got was then she was traveling to visit her grandparents, so switched it last minute because of Corona concerns to uh-huh. be virtual. So did that, hung out for like an hour, watched a comedy special. What'd you watch? On, uh, watched, um, watched a Burt Kreischer. Who the fuck is that? Uh, he's, I forget the name of the special, but he is a, 
his his shtick is that he just like rips his shirt off. Then he's like overweight and just rips his shirt off at the beginning of every show, and that's the sad. Everyone loves it, which yeah. is pretty legit. Yeah. Uh, pretty funny. Pretty funny. We did that, you know, talked for a while, and then we're like, oh yeah, let's watch this comedy special. So, so wait, are like, you FaceTiming on your phones, and then you both are watching on your TVs or computers? I just on, I just on my computer because I'm too lazy to hold the phone up, and then I've got my TV right there. So oh yeah yeah. For what it's worth, Paul lives in a studio apartment in yeah. uh, DTB. Don't tell, bro. Don't tell, bro. <laughs> Sick. Okay. So, uh, are you talking throughout the special, or, uh, or just like a slight... yeah, yeah? That's actually kind of the beauty of it, right? It's like you couldn't do that in real life, but you can just like talk and yeah. talk shit or whatever. And pop. but, um, so, uh, but so yeah, it's honestly it's fine and it's definitely like a good get to know you it's but at the end of the day it's like yeah obviously everyone wants to just be going out yeah to get drinks but yeah it's not i would honestly say it's not as bad as you might assume yeah but it kind of you know this like everyone taking dating slowly is kind of a nice way to waste less people's time and energy in Mm. the like in the like test phase so to speak yeah figuring out what's what if we're compatible at all. So, yeah. and that way it's kind of nice. It's like kind of a slightly, I don't want to say lazy, but yeah, slightly less effort required just to like ultimately find out that you're not compatible with anyone. Anyway. <laughs> and on that note, I was just with my sister before this and she's like, what are you guys going to talk about on this podcast? And I was like, uh, I don't really know. I think we're going to freestyle it. She's like, all right, well, you guys should talk about is it possible to be friends with your ex? And because it's like prevalent. Yeah, so like, you're going to get into some petty ass fights. I was going to say like, <laughs> it, it, it's, one second. Yeah, right, Pause yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I'll just, uh, damn, I got a P2. So we're here, beautiful downtown Brooklyn. We're in the hub. We're on Paul's couch. Gorgeous. Sunset going on in the background on the anniversary of my me and Mia's breakup, and uh, Paul just got off a full day of meetings with Framio, and um, the vice presidential debate is going on tonight. I'm in the process of looking for a couch on Craigslist and Instagram and eBay. Just kidding, not eBay, because I'm not going to get a cent. Uh, yeah, I got to pee so bad, too, so I'm going to switch places with him. Oh, God, I have to pee so bad. Oh, do you? Yeah. So just, just keep the fans happy. <laughs> Tell them to rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> This is brought to you Buffy! 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 Brought to you by Amazon and Modelo. <laughs> oh. Taylor's been wearing my work name tag all day because I went to the office earlier this week to pick up my monitor and uh, I had I brought back my identification because we are a fancy company that requires that now. And Taylor's been wearing it all day since he got here. Um, yeah, so Han wants to know, can you be friends with an ex? Well, let me tell you, Hannah. 
it's interesting. I've talked to a lot of people about this. And in most situations in life, yeah, I really I subscribe to the like. We're all ten percent apart. I'm ten percent away from you. We talk, you know. Okay, they sure. talk about that on you up all the time. Yeah. This is one where I really feel like I am one of the only You're, people I know that has quite the friendship with an ex, a high school ex. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we live in the same city, so that makes it a little bit simpler. But um, to be the place, you know, obviously, and let's be and let's be honest, that was a long road to get there. Mm-hmm. A lot of like. No talking, and then like a lot of little talking, and then like like pulling back for a while. Yeah, and you know, I mean, in the beginning, which was like ten years ago, <laughs> seven years ago, when straight up, yeah. all that like that's there's a lot to get through there. But uh, after, if you know, if you can stick it out somehow for that long, I completely believe that that is possible. Yeah, but. A lot of there's kind of like two steps to that because so a lot of people, and this is I hopefully pretty outdated ideology by now, but a lot of people think that you it's like you can't even be, you know, very close friends with anyone of a sex that of the sex that you're attracted to. Uh, <coughs> uh yeah. Oh, COVID. <laughs> a little COVID cough. Probably. Uh. But, and that I feel like I've now disproven time and time again. But I think that helped, that has been helpful learning experience for handling another platonic friendship with someone of a sex that you're trying right. to do. So, so I would say, yes, you absolutely can. I'm a walking example of that. But Very rare. don't hold your breath. That's not going to be... That's not going to be easy, and particularly if you don't have experience with very close, and I mean very tight relationships with people of the sex that you're attracted to, mm. whatever that may be, yeah. without that, with that being strictly, strictly friendship. If you, yeah, I would say, you, I'd say that's kind of a, a prerequisite for being able to pull that off with an ex. Someone who you yeah. literally were at one point attracted to. So then, do you think it's possible to like, not necessarily instantly, but pretty shortly after, become stay remain? Because I think it's the argument when people break up a lot is like, well, they were also my best friend, and so can you maintain that or like take a little tiny hiatus and still be close, or you need like years and years and years and like lots of tough moments to get to that point that's really interesting because yeah the best friend thing I find very interesting because a lot of people say that and that's actually not what I'm looking for Mm. in a partner because I kind of have that void (laughs) that's the one void I have filled is Mm, I've got some best friends that I would imagine her for life. Yeah. And so the whole best friend thing is actually not what I'm, I mean, yeah. who's to know what ends up shaping out, but that's actually not what I'm angling for yeah. in a romantic situation. So 
because yeah in some ways like it's an insurance policy because it's just too much to lose at once yeah which will you know sorry folks but most often be what happens uh, yeah. and so that's yeah for me that's just it's already fucking I was saying this the other day it's like I already am like at my like I don't have any like I don't have any breakups left in me as it is yeah. Uh, so it's like to, to to lose a best friend at the same time. That seems. I mean, not that, and not that you should be planning romance based on best friend insurance. Not everything is a prenup situation, but it's like yeah. these are important life things to consider. Yeah. And so that's not necessarily. Uh, that's yeah. That's not what I would. Hopefully, I wouldn't be losing both at the same time. If you were, that might be really tricky because then the friendship is getting not only is the relationship being reevaluated, but then so is the friendship because you certainly can't doing do it without some sort of time apart for a while. So yeah, okay, I guess that was the main. So I think that would make yeah, that would make if you were like best friends at the same time. You can't just transition into being like best. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if you could just remove like one piece. Like a layer at a time, and then yeah. just be fine. I don't know if that's possible. You ha- you really have to rebuild from the ground up. So that's which is what was you know, the case, and that was the situation in my case. So yeah, uh, yes, very possible, but tricky. But probably not. But yeah, but probably not. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your beef with girls displaying their middle fingers in their hinge profile photos? Here we go. This is good. I, I made a list while we were talking earlier. This is this was the topic of my general conversation last night. Here's my thing with that. Wait, wait. So just to be clear, first of all, it's a deal breaker. It's a red flag, or it's neither. It's just a thing. I it's a deal breaker. I don't it's say, almost I don't a, say, deal I don't a deal breaker. Paul has major beef with <laughs> uh, people in their hinge profiles or whatever mm. platform in the photos for it. Or even not dating flipping, apps. Flipping I don't care the, what it is. I just, in general, but... No, because we just said... Because I do this all the time. I'm always flipping off the camera. And well, yeah, like, oh, is, so it would never work between we're me business and partners. you. And, he, and you one. said, yeah. well, no, 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 like you wouldn't put it on your dating app profile. But yeah, okay, so in the concept of dating apps, the reason why it's a deal breaker for me is because I think that, again, we are all very different, unique, lovely people, but... Being put in front of a camera is one of those moments that I think really strips all of us down to uh, our core. Uh-huh. You gotta show your true colors. It's, it's a true vulnerability moment. And so what someone chooses to do in that moment is very telling about their personality. Okay. And someone who defaults to the to the more lethargic fuck it. Fuck it fuck it state to me is a sign that there's something that you're not taking seriously enough and you're not comfortable enough in your own skin. Okay, but no no shade, but if your default is to put on a fake smile, if like say you were talking about politics and you were like hella pissed and then you're just like, three, two, one, cheese instead because ah. that's my problem with it is like, I'm not going to fake a smile if I'm not like actually smiling and having a good time. Like, might as well just put my middle fingers up because like it's dating apps it's not fucking meant to this is not 
the be all end all of yeah. human existence yeah, and relationships. Sure, but sure. for me, like you gotta take them, you gotta take them seriously enough. There is a like a threshold you gotta hit, a quota you gotta hit, like of taking it seriously enough to have any sort of success finding some degree of happiness on there. Mm-hmm. And if you're not really willing to buy into it at all, which is kind of the way that I see things like that uh, as, uh-huh, okay. then it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, someone else, you know, maybe someone else take a <laughs> someone shot. Someone else date him. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I... So wait, you think it's because they're not taking it seriously enough? Or... Well, it's A, well, it, you guys, let's try to distill this down. It's... A, that I think that they are probably not particularly comfortable in their own skin when kind of mm-hmm. faced okay, with like yeah, a very, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. one of the, the more... fight or flight moment. Yeah, one of the more vulnerable moments being in front of a camera. Uh, so, and yeah, and B, it's just like, it's not cre- very creative. Like, do something else funny in front of a camera. That's like, that's the that's the the easiest thing you could do. Okay. Um, so, that's that's number two. It's just like, sick to me because you have, like, probably around, like, 2,000 photos of me with my middle fingers up. Whenever you take yeah, but you do like, that because you know it pisses me off. So, I have I have that disposable camera that I haven't developed yet that I know has, like, 100. Yeah. <laughs> it only has 26 exposures, hey, yeah. but it has 100 photos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me look at that. Okay, I think I get so, it more. I was just it's, curious. Yeah. No, so, I mean, it's an interesting one. and But to me, uh, yeah, I like to see people willing to be vulnerable and not, you know, go with the sort of yeah, what's to me kind of a pop-out photo op yeah. moment. Okay. Right. But... Um, but what the fuck do I do? Do you know? think I mean, you could? Do you think you would ever go on a date or a Zoom date with a girl who has uh, her main photo is like middle fingers up? This is the ultimate red flag deal breaker. Yeah, She's I don't like think so. Ten out of ten, otherwise. So. But well, main photo is main photo and third photo is middle fingers out. If that's how we met, probably not. But if like we met another way, and it was like, oh, also my dating profile, I have that. It's like, well, it's, yeah, that's a also thing. I'm but a middle finger kind of person. What I I guess there's a difference between would you swipe right versus would you go on a date with because yeah yeah if I get to know other parts of you before we have to buy into the fact that there's a lot of snap judgments happening every sure, second yeah, on those yeah, things, yeah, yeah. which is which is tough, right. but it is kind of a reality. One of the many sucky realities that we live in sucky reality but, okay well we should probably wrap up soon but i've got two more questions oh for you. my god one who's gonna win the lakers of the heat oh well here's the deal i'm pretty pissed about this because so far it's gone exactly as you called it yeah lakers win I, first two heat snaps one in and then the lakers are one game away from winning it all now this this is what uh, this is what I was hoping was going to happen, but this is exactly what you, exactly the sequence in which you predicted it was going to happen. So that's right. Um, I just wanted to finish with: Is there a little wine story that you're able to tell on here, or is that uh, you got to keep it confidential and secret about pitching for wine? <laughs> you can say it without names, and no one gets no one gets hurt. 
But you can also bypass it. It's totally true. <laughs> We can always record it and then edit it out. Yeah. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. Just give the... Because you told me the story. Because she fucking snickered at me when I uh, when I said that we were going to be recording a podcast. Oh, so this is the ultimate payback. So, this, so she it. like never... This will be the test if she ever owns a blizzard. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> if nothing else, this can be the Patreon little bonus that she's uh, subscribed to. Yeah, we'll take, we'll take your... All of your responses to the etiquette here but i think that personally i'm getting to i think we're you know we're 27 now i think generally once you're 27 you're kind of at the age where a lot of the times like if you hop into a dinner situation and everyone has to pay for their own food individually is individually sort of prepared now because of covid but if there's a bottle of wine at the table and someone pours you a glass uh I mean, asks if you want some of them, pours you a glass, and then, uh, and then, you know, you have dinner, and then as you're packing up, then they ask you to, to Venmo the <laughs> six bucks for the, the bottle of wine. For the, for the, for the, for the small pour. <laughs> I think... For the shot of wine. I think when you're in a situation where you, you hop in on a group thing, and, you know, one glass is poured for you. I think at 27, we're kind of like, all right, we're just going to, you know, we're going to call this, you know, we're just going to call it even, and then, you know, you'll get me back when you get me. Asking for the Venmo payment for for poor is, um, I don't know, it rubbed me the wrong way for a second there. I think, I think regardless, like, even if you're poor as shit right now, not that I, I would, I would never Venmo or, like, hit you up to, like, hey, if you could Venmo me for that. I feel like if you're gonna send it and get a bottle of wine, you're just yeah, like, you got it. It all it always works itself around. It like always does. Even. Yeah, and in general, it's kind of like anything that's under ten bucks at this point. It's like, I'm yeah, very much just like yeah. I mean, I don't have time to keep track of that shit. Yeah, which don't get me wrong, that's a privilege. But I'll say the only the only exception maybe would be if. They way ahead of time were very explicit. Like, hey, if I get this, are you down to pitch on it? Yeah, I mean that's a deal breaker for future ever hang out with them again. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, in that moment, you're right. They got you trapped. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Fuck them out. Just bite the bullet. Hopefully next time it works itself around. Um, Yeah, that's what I say. Less stress. Yeah. Less transactions. This world could stand. Less transactions. Yes, agreed. Um, Paul, agreed. late. We're at it. <laughs> late. Sweat, baby, sweat, baby. Sex is a Texas drought. Me and you do the kind of stuff that only Prince would sing about. So put your hands down my pants, and I'll bet you'll feel nuts. Yes, I'm Cisco. Yes, I'm Ebert.